Hello. <laughs> I'm Tony. <laughs> and I'm Natalie. And we, we are, are the Lazy, Lazy Book Lovers. Yes. We did it. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. We are back. With and brand new rap. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you used to say, <laughs> the beginning. say that and I was like, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> you used to say it all the time in the early days. Uh, back um, in the days. Back in um, the day. We have just been epically fangirling about Derek Landy because yep. we are going to a book signing of his the last book in the Skullduggery series which you've oh. obviously heard us talking about multiple times <laughs> yep we started late because of it <laughs> yeah it was worth it yep and then um, so Lucky slash not Lucky Tony accidentally pre-ordered two copies so I've got mine earlier than anticipated <laughs> but then we just saw on his Instagram that he had like a fancy edition at Waterstones with orange edges (laughs) I can't have because I'm going to buy the paperback too I can't have three copies but why not because the orange one you'd have facing out why'd you do this so you know how (laughs) you know how I recently reorganised my shelves to do in colours so any books that have coloured edges they are facing out Mm -hmm. because I just want to show off the coloured edges yeah, you're the worst because you just know I'll buy it. You know I have no self control, and I you know, live through me. I showed you. I was like, so Tony's gonna buy this. <laughs> like with the, the you know the special edition of Court of Thorn and Roses. Oh, I need that. Thanks um, for showing that to me. Yeah. Now I need that. <laughs> and you were like, but you were definitely like, buy it, buy it, buy it. I think you thought I was just gonna buy it then and there. Yeah. <laughs> I have a spreadsheet on my Mac which I have named the File of Sadness. File of Sadness. <laughs> Because I'm an adult with a budget spreadsheet now. My budget is you get paid minus. <laughs> trying not to, over, try to overspend. Because <laughs> I younger me did some fun stuff with some credit cards and now older me has to pay for it. <laughs> You're just living the millennial dream. What are you talking about? Yeah, so I'm my parents' home, desperately clawing my way out of debt so I can go live on my own. With your books and your plants. That's all I ask. Yeah. Would you get a pet? Uh, if I do that, I view that as a commitment of like, because a dog can live 18 years, a cat can live 18 years. Like that is the commitment I look at with that. So I won't do that until I know for sure. Like I don't have a plan at the moment. Just wondering. I just, yeah, I really want my own, like a dog. I really want dog. one. My own dog that's, you know, we have dogs, family dogs, but they're not mine. I don't get to make the decisions for them. Yeah, yeah. Um. I don't, I'm not the chief trainer of them, so I don't, I really would do, but it means, like, I would never get to go abroad again, yeah. not without a massive expense on it. It makes, like, nights out a bit more complicated, but then I'm not going out that much anyway, Well, so. if you're living in your own place, you won't be able to afford to have nights out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I have been trying to steal cats, neighbourhood cats, neighborhood. so cute. <laughs> our neighbour, you know Yugi, our cat, yeah. our neighbour used to, like, basically just let him live there. Um, My family's uh, cat, uh, when he died, we had a few, I think it was two or three other families were like, mm. we've not seen our cat for a while, and it turned out, like, three other families thought that he was theirs, 
when they're doing feeding him and stuff. Oh, it's so funny. He was most definitely ours. He and it also explains why he was always so overweight, no matter what we did. <laughs> yeah, they 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 don't they didn't feed him, but Yugi had his own like bean bag around their house. My cat's called Yugi. He came with the name. Don't ask. Um, <laughs> that's what happens when you rescue and we don't change the names. We've yeah, got a we've weird got, collection we've got of Hampton names. And Charlie, Yugi, and Sybil. I love Sybil. I mean, Sybil kind of is her name, so... Yeah, she is a Sybil. Sybil Trelawney. Um, Yeah, so he used to go next door, but that neighbour's moved away now, and then Yugi's, like, been a nightmare around this house, because he's just like, attention! I brought my special bean bag! (laughs) Mum moved him on to, um, because they've always had dry food, and Mum's been quite strict about that, and then, basically, because they're, like, 14, 15 now, um, she was, like, giving them some wet food, and it's turned him into an insane cat who won't eat anything else he <laughs> yowls if the food the like the bowl is empty that's so funny he like, yowls at all of it he's never been very vocal as a cat mm. so and now all he does is yell at us oh maybe that's why um our cat is like so <laughs> crazy because they have it's like uh, crack for cats yeah <laughs> they have wet food with a little sprinkling of dry food Ooh. but we just fed them what the shelter was feeding yeah. them and since they've had all their teeth removed, we've, we've given mm, them can't food. get them dry. Yeah, <laughs> imagine trying to chomp. He's been out like trying to catch bees and stuff, and I was like, "That's fine, but don't try and get birds because you won't do much." This <laughs> <laughs> is where you end up going to the emergency face. vets with a cat with a swollen face. We're waiting for it because we have loads of solitary bees, thousands in our yeah. garden, and he catches them all. And I'm like, oh, "Try not to get your face stung." Bruno tries to eat bees. That's the yeah. dog. He tries to eat these. And I like Bruno, we call them spicy flies. I'm like, it's spicy not going to end well. Right. Let's do right. the podcast. Today's, <laughs> today's thing is indies. This is what you're here for, not my spreadsheet, yeah, not, not our pets. Not pets, although pets are always welcome. Yeah, I think just show you pictures That's of what pets. That's we've not done. We should share pictures on the Instagram oh, of yeah. our gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Mm. <laughs> we've got a whole menagerie here. Yeah. Okay, go, indies. We haven't had it. It feels like we haven't had an indie for ages. Uh, yeah, I don't think I did one, like, last month. Like, last recording for us. Mm. I think because you... Uh, other one where you I went into March, didn't December, you, a little bit? January, February, and one in March. Because mm. I'd already spoken about that before. So today, um, I've decided I'm going to cap it off at June. Okay. So I do have some Julys, but they can wait till next time. Gotta keep you on your toes. So I've got some <laughs> March... So for us, a lot of these have already come out. Yeah. But they're probably, well, if they're on my list, they're still worth checking out. Mm-hmm. So, and as always, if you are an indie author or you are on the street team of an indie author or you're just a fan of any indie authors, go to our website, which is lazybookloverspodcast.wordpress.com. Yeah. Fill out a form there and we will add it to the list mm-hmm. and we will share it on the podcast instagram and if i can get my button gear tiktok but let's not promise anything <laughs> right <laughs> and like if the form is if maybe if you're a bit socially anxious and the form is like a bit too much you can just dm, DM us, us anywhere yeah. we really don't care or just comment on something mm-hmm. um and if you are an indie author and would like to be involved in some author interviews reach yeah, out as we, well we want to do some yeah yeah because we want to pretend we're professionals right we're very important <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's start off strong yep. with, I don't know if I've already 
I feel like I might have already mentioned this author before. Okay. Potentially something from this series. Okay. But I'm not sure. So this book is called Hard Hard to Forget by Peyton Banks. And it's the Blazing Eagle Ranch series. This is book five of five. Oh, wow. So, think cowboys. <laughs> Sexy cowboys. <laughs> I'm going to do the cover first. Is it just going to be all smart again? <laughs> no, there's a really good okay. mixture. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the cover is a cowboy <laughs> <laughs> with his shirt undone. Is this is that that pause with you getting distracted by the half oh, naked cowboy man? Yeah, yeah. Basically. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, he looks as though he you know um, works out a lot. Okay, and he's hard to forget apparently. So <laughs> um, I don't know if I should read the synopsis of this one because it's the last book in the series. Let me see what the overall synopsis is for the um, the series in general. So, oh, <laughs> they've all got the topless cowboys on the covers. <laughs> <laughs> that <was> number four. <laughs> oh, wait, you have to show me in a minute. But yeah. <laughs> right. So, open skies, land and plenty of cowboys. Welcome to the Blazing Eagle Ranch. I don't think I've mentioned this before, but I've looked at it. That's why obviously I looked at it. Yeah. Welcome to the Blazing Eagle Ranch. The largest eagles are American. <laughs> the largest cattle ranch in the state of Colorado. Of course. Of course. It was. It is the home of the toughest and sexiest cowboys who are looking for good women, but they want to do it on their terms. I want a good woman. <laughs> I was trying to do an American accent and failed. <laughs> Would they be able to handle the women who step into their paths? Under the big blue skies of Colorado, they will get exactly what they are looking for and more. I so think... each one follows a different cowboy. That, yeah. yeah, I was just double checking. So this one in particular. Oh, that's an interesting name. And you know how much I struggle with non-interesting names. Okay. <laughs> Trouble follows her wherever she goes. Here's a man willing to prove his love for her. Nike Nash. It must be the only word that can't be pronounced anyway. Returned home to Shady Springs, a changed woman. No longer was she the juvenile delinquent who committed crimes and broke the law. Ooh. Nike has paid her debt to society and wanted to move on with her life. She threw herself into a new passion and was the happiest she's ever been until Carl sauntered through the door of her newly established business. Around Carl, Nike start to live, uh, began to live again. Uh, Carl Tannis didn't know what hit him. One look at Nike's warm brown eyes and he was a goner. <laughs> Carl had heard of her past but believed everyone deserves a second chance. He had spent most of his life at the ranch, was no stranger to hard work. He was up for the challenge to wrangle Nike's heart. <laughs> Love it. Um, right, I need to see I'm the sexy cowboys. Yeah, the covers because I feel like you deserve them. So um, for everyone, everyone listening, it's a range of topless cowboys. That one really got me. Oh my god, the flannel! I love it. <laughs> yeah. So that is by Peyton Banks. That sounds like a really good one for a holiday read. Yeah, I yeah. can imagine it's like a quick read, just like sitting on the beach or yeah. by the pool or something. That would just be. Yeah, I mean, two hundred and twenty pages. Oh my god, that's like. I, I these books like the uh, the shorter books, perfect yeah. length, perfection, perfection, perfect. So, if you go to our bio link, there'll be a link that says 
indie author book list if you go to that it takes you to amazon and you can find all of these books that i mentioned don't buy them from that wish list or you'll send them to me which is fine but you won't get them so <laughs> add them to your own add wish them list. to your own unless car. unless we're that special and we're going to start getting presents from our hundreds of followers who's <laughs> <laughs> um, that smutty book you were talking about oh thank you <laughs> i haven't checked the analytics since like january so there could be three of you there could be hundreds we live in blissful ignorance i, I prefer the blissful ignorance <laughs> yeah i know um Right, let's go on to the next one. I stopped. Um, I like the hand scent. I, I stopped, stopped. Side to side fingers. I <laughs> forgot to double check how to pronounce people's names. So we're going to do standard Natalie making stuff up. Right. Yeah, there's a blanket disclaimer. <laughs> if we get it wrong, we're very sorry. I struggle <laughs> with names at the best of times. <laughs> if you've seen how my name's spelled, you know I struggle with names. <laughs> I didn't do that. That's the joke. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was a gift from my mother. Oh, oh no! Wait, I have to tell you that off. Okay. Off okay. Camera. <laughs> off. Off. Mark. Off um, right. So this is a fantasy book, an mm-hmm. epic fantasy book, and space opera, um, <laughs> by Christopher Buccio. That's your name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of myself there, even though I'm probably going wrong. <laughs> Who has, like, no presence anywhere, so I could never tag you in this anyway. So there we go. <laughs> but um, welcome. <laughs> welcome. How did you find them, then? I follow some indie uh, publishers. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then I realised he doesn't have, like... Oh, I can't remember if it's him or the next guy. One of them doesn't have Instagram or anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Christopher does have Instagram. The next guy doesn't. Oh, I was okay. like, I'm sorry. Do you want people to read your books? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how do you self-promote without those things? Without any form of... Unless you just do, like, traditional promotion, like, mm. in person. Yeah. But how much of that is even around these days? I don't really know. Yeah, so this is, like, published, not self-published, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's not a big five. <laughs> or big four, or however many. I don't know, there was quite a lot of drama in the publishing world recently. Yeah. That can be a different one. I was on the fringes of it on TikTok. Um, So this is called Kingdoms of Death and it's the fourth book in the Sun Eater series. And it looks like... Already sounds right up my street. Yeah, it's like... um, It says that it's space opera, epic fantasy and it looks very sci-fi-esque. I have a question. Yeah. Space opera as a genre, what does that mean? Do you know? I think it's like drama in space okay like if you took one of those spanish operas and put it into space maybe <laughs> okay cool that's enough continue um, <laughs> i would consider i don't even know if this is true this is my personal yeah. consideration i would consider like red dwarf maybe space opera really I oh my god that's cool but yeah i hope it is <laughs> anyway I'm like, i was supposed to give you the red dwarf books wasn't it? yeah but we, we agreed not till you're ready. Not till I'm ready because okay. they're your dad's. So. Okay. And I remember when am I ever there. ready? <laughs> I remember when I borrowed that book off your mum and I was like, I might not read it for three years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just upfront about this now. Yeah. I'm like, thanks. I may not get to it for quite some time. I just returned the Akatar books I'd borrowed. Yeah. Which I borrowed about two years ago. I literally just returned them the other day. You got to it in the end though, and that's what's important. Yeah, I was like, here you go. And now I have my own copies. <laughs> But I was annoyed a little bit because they were the original covers. Yeah. Which I really want. Yeah. I prefer them to those covers. 
What are the original covers? With half of her on the... Okay. You've probably seen them. No, I haven't. Oh. I've only ever seen these. Because like, oh. usually you can find the old ones secondhand on Amazon or something. Yeah. And I haven't even seen them there. Because um, you know I'm, I'm a purist. If you go <laughs> to... Yeah, because I, really I really want the original covers in hardback. You can get them. I can get... Oh, God. And they're really expensive. They're like 80 quid or something. Well, this is going um, to go in the sad spreadsheet. <laughs> if you go to... Self-promo. If you go to my Etsy shop, yeah. I have stickers of the original covers. I oh, I did see your those. post about them. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then obviously you can't get a silver flames to match the original covers. Um, what is the name of your Etsy store? Your name? Oh yeah, so Tally's Library. If you go to our link in bio, it's right there. It will be by the time this goes. Back to the. So Christopher, the... let's talk about your cover. Yeah, it's like really. Uh, I can't really describe it it just looks cool so it's like a guy kind of in like fantasy night clothing kind of like, okay. like naive clothing and he's like on a looks like a planet that is not earth and it has like rocks in the background then other planets like floating about in the space and the space is all cool and blues and greens and stuff so I'm not going to read about this novel because it's number four. So let me look at the main. Oh my god, they've all got really cool covers. <laughs> He's got really cool um, typography as well. It looks like um... I know it's kind of like vintage. Okay. Yeah, I'll show you it. Yeah, minute. show me. And everyone else, you better look it up and then you can see it. Right. See yourself. Hadrian Marlowe, a man revered as a hero and despised as a murderer. Chronicles his tale. Of course. <laughs> Chronicles his tale in the galaxy spanning debut of the Sun Eater series, merging a best of space opera and epic fantasy. It was not his war. On the wrong planet at the right time, for the best reasons, Adrian Marlowe started down a path that could only end in fire. The galaxy remembers him as a hero, the man who burned every last alien Seelsin from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> they remember him as a monster. The devil who destroyed a son, casually annihilating four billion human lives, even the emperor himself, against imperial orders. But Hadrian was not a hero. He was not a monster. He was not even a soldier. And I'll leave it there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like that. So, yeah. So it's like post the big apocalypse, yeah. basically. How could there be like a five books about what happens afterwards? That's interesting. Well, I assume more jazz happens. Yeah, well, I'm just... Cool. Five books worth of Five books of jazz. <laughs> yeah, so the covers are all really like almost oh, vintage sci fi. It's very, yeah, like classic fantasy sci fi. Yeah, they look cool. Is that like space cactuses? Wait, did I. I think they're rocks. Okay. <laughs> space cactuses. Maybe. The space cactuses. I tell you what vibes they're giving me. Never ending story vibes. I don't know if you ever saw that film. No. You had a ruined childhood. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we had the cheap channels. <laughs> Never in this and story. it was a Disney bitch. It's a fabulous film and holds up. I reckon okay. I'm still watching it. Okay. And it kind of reminds me of the vibes of that planet. Okay. Oh my god, I can't believe you haven't seen it. I'm so sorry. Do you want me to add it? I've got a movie list. Do you want me to add it? I've got a no. Okay. Let me just do that. Have you watched Labyrinth? That was like the same sort of era. Do you know what? Okay, so I have seen it, but I need you to understand the context of the time I saw it. Okay. It was after a night out. Yeah. It was with my best friend, Mm -hmm. who's a guy, Mm -hmm. and then his best friend, who is a guy. 
Yeah. We were all sleeping in his giant, because my friend's got like a super king bed. Yeah. So we're in the super king bed. And it's like, it's like four in the morning and the friend of the friend insists on putting Labyrinth on at that point. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. And like, and then for some reason I'm sleeping in the middle of the two of them and they're both like ovens and we're all like, they like trap the duvet over side of me. So I'm just roasting. Both of them fall asleep. So I'm just there. I'm not a good, I'm not a good sleeper, especially after I've been drinking. So I'm there at like 5am watching Labyrinth in the dark with like two radiators you, so that's the context in which like... I've watched Labyrinth, and it was like a fever dream. Yeah, I was going to say, was it like a? It felt a like it was a hallucination. Yeah. yeah. So I have seen it, but I don't think it was that the... was good context. <laughs> I don't think it was the right circumstances. Mm. Yeah, because like he insisted on putting it on and then fell asleep, which is like typical of this yeah. friend of a friend if you know him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What was the film you wanted to add to my list? Never ending story. It does end. Okay. Just let me. <laughs> it's just still going now yeah, it's still going it's been passed from network to network hold on you've got to go in with an open mind because recently well not recently but since me and my partner have been together I made him watch it and he just yeah. didn't didn't get it oh no and I was like well that's because you are rubbish yeah I know I've got a I mean it's it's a list of like movies that I see on TikTok that are like you know when people do clips of movies yeah, on TikTok they're usually better than ads for the movies to be honest yeah. so I have a little list but oh half gosh. of these are sad and the other half my family will irritate me too much if they're around yeah. so I haven't actually got to any of my list yet okay interesting but they're there for some mysterious future occasion mysterious <laughs> i have um i've watched them in my imaginary home <laughs> i'm doing like two um movie challenges on letterbox letterbox is a like a social media for movies okay um i was assuming you ha- you weren't on letterbox no. so that's why i decided to describe it a uh, horror horrors okay um I'm, the movie challenges i'm doing a horror ones mm-hmm. so i'm meant to watch one a week for these two challenges and they'll have like prompts yeah so I've got a big list of horror movies to catch up on nice fun <laughs> I watched them that was absolutely terrible and I laughed the whole way through. I love oh, I'm really it. enjoying like tacky it was like yeah. the worst I, oh, I, love I have a whole bunch of things of to say about Twilight I'm gonna, I'm gonna save oh, it yeah. for the episode <laughs> we're doing later about yeah um, we'll be doing an episode books. in a couple of weeks about books from the teen from our teen eras let's continue with this okay (laughs) indies go so this is called suicide kings Mm -hmm. by stephen blackmore now mr blackmore is the one that for some reason does not have any social media i'm not judging you but even if i was you won't know it could just be like a (laughs) bit of confidence going on there like i don't need promotion (laughs) i'm that good so this is the (laughs) seventh book of a seven book series wow. called eric carter how do you get seven books deep and then have like does he even have a website or anything like he's got a website okay just no instagram or tiktok maybe he's got a facebook some people have facebooks so. people some people still use <laughs> facebook i don't know oh i've got another tangent should i be bad in tangent go on the tiktok age demographic has shifted <laughs> oh what is it older now uh we're now the biggest age range. Oh. The like twenty five to thirty five yeah. age range is now I'm only just in dominating. <laughs> Next year I won't be allowed I'm anymore. Like, I always forget how much. <laughs> I know I'm not the same age at all. <laughs> when you suggested doing that uh, books from our teens, and I was like, 
They're not going to be for my teens, though, are they? They're going to be for my 20s. I always, I don't <laughs> no. know, because you've never, like, not that you're immature, but you've never felt that much older to me. It's because the, like, the age actually difference. Actually, there isn't that much no, difference, is there, you? Not really. Yeah. But I have people, like, like, especially at work, who are, like, younger than you, that I believe behave, <laughs> and I have very little to talk to them about um, sometimes. Well, I've noticed, particularly the last couple of years, mm. me and my partner are miles apart <laughs> in terms of, like, I sometimes forget he's not, like, 40 or Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Like, Maybe you've just got a young mind. Yeah, because I... saying it's like you're ancient. You're not. You're really not. <laughs> no, but, like, I don't know. I just use terms. And it's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, it's what young people say, I guess. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, it's like when my mum is on TikTok and my dad isn't, like, she just sometimes I'll just say things and mum's like that's completely normal so my brother lives on the internet so even though he doesn't have TikTok he's yeah, aware he it, like, and then dad's just there like why is this a private joke I've been left out of and I was like get off Facebook yeah. <laughs> stop being like <laughs> stop having the propaganda of Facebook and he, move on bless my dad he's become that person you know if like Dave the channel do a meme oh, he yeah. comments on the meme oh, <laughs> your dad is so cute oh dear right. anyway go sorry so, for the tangent let's go this is a no <laughs> my brain just... <laughs> oh my god why was I trying to sum it up I'll just read what it says <laughs> obviously we now have our usual crazy brains plus there's a pregnancy brain in the room <laughs> oh so before my brain my memory and my brain in general has always been a sieve but now it is just a hole in a massive bucket. No, a massive hole in a bucket. Yeah. Like, there's no just... sieve in at all. Yeah. Right. Stephen Blackmore's hard-bitten necromancer, <laughs> Eric Carter. Apparently, I can't even read. Oh, God, it was the hard bit. You could have just, like, left it there and it would fit with a lot of the other books we read. Go. <laughs> hard-bitten, hard go. Hard-bitten necromancer, Eric Carter, returns in this noir urban fantasy series populated by ghosts, gods and monsters bringing murder and mayhem to the mortal world. So, I don't know, it's kind of got a little bit of Skullduggery vibes. Uh Um, When he returned to LA to find his sister's murderer, Eric Carter knew it would be a rough ride, especially since he managed to make more than his share of enemies in the city, both in this world and the next. Like his new wife, who happens to be the patron saint of death, Santa Murta, she has him walking the razor's edge and even if the unholy union has increased his magical powers it's slowly killing him both physically and mentally Carter's going to have to break his connection to the Aztec goddess before she breaks him into pieces Ooh. sounds really good it's like crime but with fantasy and stuff and yeah, yeah. oh really I like it but yeah it's a, this is the seventh book in a seven book series so you could ju- delve in and just I should, I'll just do what I usually do in Bible 7. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the covers are kind of kind of cool. So for this one, as is the last one, well, actually, they all kind of follow the same vibe. So they're all, oh, apart from you, number three. Oh. You don't follow the vibe. Wait, he hasn't got book one on him. Why do you not have book one on him? Maybe it's published Stephen. through another like medium or something. I don't yeah, know. maybe. So apart from number three, which for some reason is drawn differently, uh, they all have like <laughs> the title of the book is in the middle, and then the um, covers broken up 
between those two. Okay. And it's like a... So there's a scene on the top part, and it's like a reflection of the scene underneath that's a little bit, like, darker. Okay. And, like, more mysterious. So in this world, it's like, do people know about the magic or no? Um, I don't know. Does it say? Oh, okay. See, look at that one missing What the fuck? Oh, the rest of them have got, like, the big circle. Yeah. So, like, there's a circle kind of around the, the title, which is in the middle, mm-hmm. but it's different types of circles, like, I presume to do with whatever god thing yeah. is involved. And there's, like, a beam of light down the middle of most of them, They've except nice number three. Scheme. Yeah, number three looks like a normal crime, like a Jack yeah. Reacher kind of book, doesn't it? It's just got, like, the, the protagonist and the... Maybe he tried something d- different. And then was like, nah. And then rather than fix it, he just left it. <laughs> I guess you've got to be able to have the like capacity to republish or something, haven't you? Yeah. Or so reissue. That sounds cool. Although you wouldn't be able to pick up all of them, which is a shame. Moving on. Mm. <laughs> Bit number one's floating around there somewhere. Yeah, probably. You might have taken it down to redo the cover. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. Maybe three's coming. <laughs> We're only saying this because we really like your other ones, just in case you do listen. Yeah, this is a go no social media. So <laughs> I don't know how I'd ever find out. It's fine, I'm plugging your book for you. Don't worry, I'm doing your work. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing the loud's work. Oh dear. So, we're going to move on. Oh, I haven't done any of the release dates for oh, any of them, oh, have I? Oh, whoops. All of these came out in March so far. So okay. the Cowboy one came out on the 15th of March and the last two came out on the 22nd of March. Cool. Up to date. Now, we are going to discuss Swords and Sears by Luna Day, which comes out on the... Oh my God, great name, Luna Day. I know. Okay. That's not an author name. Well done, parents. <laughs> came out on the 12th of April. So for us, it's only just come out this week. With the 16th. 16th. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, if they must have known she would be a fantasy author. Yeah. In particular, fantasy. Well, if that were a singer, like you, that's what oh, you're yeah. allowed to do with that name. I like that. Yeah. It's going to be, be disappointing if we find out that she changed it. Be like a performance artist who does like weird stuff in a, like a square somewhere. Like a mime. I don't know. <laughs> right. Know, no, one of those like no, really bougie performance yeah. artists of like <laughs> life as art. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Like, that was really popular in, like, the 90s. Yeah. Or, like, David Blaine. So, Swords and Sears, it's the first book, finally, we're not halfway through a series, Mm -hmm. in the... (laughs) (laughs) I believe in you. I don't. (laughs) The Fourier Saga. Do you want me to see? Hmm. Okay. Oh, it's a th sound. Thoreus? Thoreus? Oh, yeah, but my TH is and F sound the same. Thoreus. 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 We can thank my London mum for thank. that. We can thank. <laughs> thank. I know, I'm like trying so hard with my son. Like, I'm like, one, two, three. Three. <laughs> and four. Otherwise, it's just. Yeah, I do. Sometimes I slip like at work, and I'll do. I'll go very local accent. I'll go like free, and they're like free, and I'm like, no, not free, free. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like free. There's a lot of second language speakers at my work. Yeah. Um, um, I remember like when my 
partner's mum was mocking the way I talk, and I was like, well, I'm going to be the one teaching grandkids stories, yeah. so I'll drop the ad. She's <laughs> <laughs> just going to pick up however I pronounce words. Lots of ain'ts. <laughs> yeah. In it. I try really hard, but um, my THs and Fs are just the same. So it anyway, swords and sears. Swords. Swords. Swords and sears. Don't mock my... <laughs> I'm mocking you like mine isn't fair. (laughs) The border war has torn Thorius apart. (laughs) She's got more words. In Quandria, Prince Sorin, thank you for that name, um, (laughs) fights to defend his people from the threat of the West, uh, threat to the West, while attempting to quell his father's greed and lust for power. But when a mysterious stranger arrives in his city, he begins to question his loyalties. Across the border in Trepia, Kane. <laughs> I did a fancy this. I, is. Did a, I did a blanket. I'm sorry at the beginning, so it's fine. Uh, spy for the infamous rebel group, the Shadow Guild, is on the losing side of the civil war. The merciless King Holborn is executing anyone who dares defy him and his regime. As plans are made to overthrow him, Kane. That's definitely wrong. <laughs> Learns of an assassin sent across the border to eliminate the Quandrian king. Everyone, it seems, is harbouring secrets. As they begin to unravel, the tides of war must uh, start to turn. Can those who seek peace truly accomplish it? After all, in times of war, secrets can be deadly. Ooh. So this is going to be an epic series i think you're gonna be like i mean it is called the saga to which assuming at least three if not five yeah go off yeah um the cover i mean you did see a little bit of the cover i deliberately didn't look oh okay so the cover is um it's got the title in the middle swords and sears and then behind it it's got sword and then the rest of the background is like black with like celestial clouds and oh that's like a proper fancy cover it's that a, yeah it's a it's, a it's like fancy a little like wisps of mm. silver across it like kind of like scars but they're not scars yeah i like it looks good yeah we're here for you luna well, day. dan luna day with your cool name yeah good job good job <laughs> <laughs> so this next one is one that i have been following on tiktok Okay, and it comes out on the twenty seventh of April, and I'm rather excited. And there's a second one confirmed as well. I think it's going to just be two books. So it's called Wicked Academia. Okay, that's the series as well. And this one's called Lost Stars. And then the second one is going to be called Stormwind of Shadows because they've already got it listed, even though Shadows come out. Oh, I like it. So this is written by sisters. Uh, Jasmine Jenkins and Sophie Suleiman and they have a Instagram and a TikTok where they share all of the characters and stuff which is why I've been following uh, okay. for a while. Yes, learn about it. There is something wicked about the Grey Wick triplets. The, oh, we're going to skip that part? No, it says the tag hashtag Wicked Academia has millions of views on TikTok, on BookTok, blah 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 blah. Lost Stars is the first in a steamy, magical, dark academia series. Oh, no wonder you like it. <laughs> but also, how long do they? Don't want steamy stuff with children. Unless it's steamy stuff with other children. Age-appropriate children. Mm. If it's college age, that's fine. Yeah. 
just thrown out. Yeah. Like when people are like, oh, it's the smutty version of Harry Potter. And I'm like, well, then I definitely don't want to read it. Yeah, Yeah, it does trip into dodgy areas. Zodiac Academy, I think they're like older teens. Okay. I will enjoy that when I finally get around to it. Right. Yeah, that's on my wish list on Amazon. I keep going to pick it up because it's on Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. Um, but I know it's coming to me in the book round robin. Is it? So okay. I want to wait until yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that so I can put my first initial thoughts down. Because there's only one book in the round robin that I've read before, so I'd like to keep the rest of those ones, like, mm-hmm. first initial thoughts. Anyway, um, so Vivian, Marion, and Timothy Greywick's father. I'm saying Timothy. I'm aware it's the French version, but I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm not going to do a pretend... <laughs> Same as they called him Timothy Chalamet. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> um, and Greywick's father told them one thing before he died: stay away from the Celestial Academy for fallen stars. And they've done just that, becoming perfectly respectable members of society with no use for star magic. Never mind that Vivian has a mysterious affliction that her siblings call an illness, and she calls a curse. Never mind that Marion works at a leech shop. And hoards blood for some reason. Never mind that Timothy <laughs> looks exactly like an ancient god who tormented the world thousands of years ago. Never mind that on a moon that on moonless nights the Greywick t- siblings glow. Ooh. When the triplets accidentally save a prince from a vampire attack, they're not just the Greywicks anymore. They're the lost stars, descendants of the gods, harboring unforetold magic. Now they're bound for Celestial Academy of Fallen Stars, whether they like it or not. I'm going to stop there because I don't want any spoilers. And I feel like there's so much rhymes. That does sound good. Wicked Academia Lost Stars is a new adult fantasy... Adult. Okay, fine. No, right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on board. Even more now. (laughs) Giving it the NA. (laughs) New adult fantasy romance. Perfect for fans of Akatar. Blood and Ash and Zodiac Academy. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. Right, okay. Go on. As long as the triplets are not involved with each other, <laughs> as long as we're not going in that weird direction, we're on board. <laughs> Just saying. There's a caveat. <laughs> Again, what did we say before? We draw the line of incest. <laughs> Why this needs to be said. But it does. <laughs> it does need to be said, apparently. Um, if you've had, if it has magic, adventure, swoon-worthy romance, and spice, if you've graduated from Hogwarts, it's time to attend the Celestial Academy for School and Stuff. Okay, I'm on board. All right, yeah. Although I was never not on board, if I'm honest. <laughs> I mean, most of these books, I'm like, I would uh, read. Yeah. <laughs> we very rarely get one where I'm like, nah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so they sound great, and the, so they've only got the book cover for the first one at the moment, and it's um like. It's got the triplets and they're illustrated. You know, like the cute little illustrated yeah, yeah. vibes. And that, I, I, yeah, yeah, I just have to show you because they're so cute looking. Oh, okay. They're like proper cartoon kind of illustrated. Yeah. yeah. I was like picturing sketches. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, like the romance illustrations that yeah. a, lot, a lot of books are having at the moment. Yeah. And, and then the, um, really cute. the writing's very like fairy tale writing, mm. I feel. So if like you that. find them on TikTok, I think they're just called Wicked Academia. No, they're not. They are by their names, I think. Hang on, let me just double check. So if you go on TikTok or 
Instagram, but definitely on TikTok, they have um, like little videos introducing all of the characters and things. Oh, cute! So their TikTok, sorry, is Jasmine and Sophie underscore authors, and that's the same on their Instagram. We um, usually put this stuff somewhere, don't we? Do we put the ads or do we just tag them on Instagram? I tag them on Instagram, okay, and cool. if, if I get round to TikTok, I tag them on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> if we can easily find your Instagram, that is our only promise. Yeah. We will tag you there. <laughs> exactly. That's my one rule. You need to have it easy to find. I some of these authors, I have to proper delve. Yeah. Just, I've lost. I've lost. If it's not easy to find, how can anyone find it? <laughs> Honestly, I have this all the time with work. Where I'm like trying to tag institutions and they need their social media. Don't make it easy to find. If, if with my with one of the clients I have, well, the only client I have now, um, it's the same. They're like all self-employed wedding suppliers, and some of them don't even have their socials on their website. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Do you want customers or yeah, <laughs> not? <laughs> You're self-employed. You should have like your socials all tagged. Because people want to look at your Instagram and see your flowers or your wedding dresses. Or My whatever. own work, we didn't. They didn't have the um, icons very easily visible on our website, and I was like, "That's the first thing you need to fix." And the amount of websites I go to, and they've got the icons there, but they don't link anywhere because they've not actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to send emails to suppliers and say, "By the way, your socials aren't linked. I need to get back around to that because mm. some people need a little reminder." Yeah. Okay, let's move on to this next one. Um. So this is a author who has a lot of books out and she is based in India, I believe. Oh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she lives in Mumbai in India. And I can't say I've read many books from anyone. We do tend to get a lot of Western authors as as Indies, but not... I guess as well because we tend to go for fantasy a lot and... uh, I'm not to say it's not published by, like people in the east but i just think it doesn't reach us very yes, easily that's the issue because we're, we're not great researchers because <laughs> we're looking at indie authors yeah and I, I try and branch out a bit but a lot of the indie authors i find are based on my for you page on tiktok yeah or whatever, and obviously they're all related to you yeah they, they direct bubble, you, you? Yeah, yeah to your kind of they de- definitely pick a demographic for you on tiktok and stick yeah. you there and they're like you live here now um although i will say on the subject because obviously I got re- I've got i recently watched Bridgerton series 2 did you see my Bridgerton stickers yes I did oh, right. um, I've got the full books out as well but anyway. I love the second series can we just say the second series is so much better than the first series oh fine I don't know why I really I really love with the guy who plays the Duke but I think that's personal <laughs> preference yeah but they've they've got no chemistry Ant- do you think Anthony and Kate had chemistry yeah um, but obviously because a lot of that was like the great representation in that series and then I started watching TikToks that was to do with that yeah. and then all of a sudden I've, had, I've ended up in South Asian TikTok and I'm like I'm staying here like I'm learning like so much about cultures from like people who are actually in the culture yeah when um, I watched some TikToks and people were, like so excited they're like you never see yeah. like Indian women with darker skin who like have a backstory and stuff mm-hmm. and I was like and it's not Actually, the whole that's plot. True. Yeah, I was like, that is true. I can't remember. And then, like, like their wedding tra- traditions just being put alongside the English traditions, like it's not even a thing. The Haldi, yeah. Oh, so yeah. according to TikTok, they've taught me that means that's Haldi, oh, that yeah. ceremony. I really enjoyed that part. Yeah, and, like, like and the it's just. Bangles but then it's like that with like the the male kind of 
English bachelor traditions yeah. alongside each other as like normal. Yeah, that was like so it's not cool. even like a thing. And like the costume designer took a lot of like um, inspiration from a- Asian clothing to give yeah. theirs like the the patterns. And yeah, stuff. yeah. So and like the the tea and everything as well, and just yeah, because in the books they are just. Not just, but they're white English. They women. don't, yeah. This stuff with the like, where in, in the Bridgerton world, racism, racism isn't a thing. That's not from the books, no, is no, it? No, that's no. been that's why I have no and interest like, in reading the books. <laughs> I, honestly, I love the world they've created. In when the show. people made the fuss, the first series, I'm like, I think this need now needs to be it. Just like for the sake of being like, as we were discussing, historically accurate. Yeah, brackets. as we were discussing before, yeah. don't use your historically accurate bust out your racism your, yeah your deeply internalized racism you don't even realize his racism i don't even care if the aristocracy was predominantly white to show it in media now there is no reason it takes nothing from the story and with bridgerton in particular it's not historically accurate no. anyway because a child is lady whistledown i'm friend if you haven't mm. seen it yet fine whatever and that does not make sense mm-hmm <laughs> So it's a fantasy book anyway. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I've ended up on like South Asian TikTok and obviously like being shown loads of things by the creators from that culture. And I'm like, I'm staying here. Yeah, like I'm delivering, you know, really like, I like, like you kind of train your, your feed. Somewhere else, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, because I end up on a very like white corner of TikTok and I was like, no. I don't know how this happened, but yeah. me and the algorithm need to have a chat. Yeah. What are you doing, algorithm? Yeah. yeah. And then I started getting like, with the hair stuff I started getting more like people of colour and I was like okay cool we fixed it I don't know what TikTok was doing to me for a while but, yeah or if I was just engaging in the wrong stuff like I picked the wrong hashtag at some point but I was like we need to have this... a chat so my theory with a lot of these social medias just a tangent mm. is they your feeds are what you make them and oh, you make those algorithms work in favour of you and you train those algorithms like when people complain about oh TikTok just gives me white creators all the time it's like but you chose it to be that way. Because I noticed it was happening. I was like, oh, yeah. like this needs, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't That's know how I got myself in that corner, but yeah. I've gone wrong somewhere. Yeah. So I was like, okay, right. We need to engage with creators yeah. I enjoy as well. Like, not I follow so many on BookTok, like mm. people of colour, and I just see such a broad range of books being recommended so mm-hmm. when people was like it's the same five books i'm like not for it's me, the it's corner not, you're yeah. on yeah or like or only see well, maybe because you're only following white western mm-hmm. early 20 <laughs> yeah <laughs> women that's why yeah. you're only seeing the same four books yeah mm-hmm. so anyway yeah i've i've ended up in a very fun and my tiktok's very fun and at the moment and there. i'm enjoying yeah. it <laughs> back back from the tangent <laughs> this comes out on the 10th of may it's called when words waver Nice. Trying to catch me out of all those yeah. there. I see what you're doing. And as I said at the beginning, I did not look up anyone's name. Apologies. But this is by Sana Cartry. And she's an international best-selling author, which is cool. So this is a love story about honest mistakes, blurred memories, and admirable perseveration. Perseverance. <laughs> you're doing so well. Perseveration. Perseveration. <laughs> That's a new word. That could be our new word. Uh, I say, Karina, mm-hmm. it's done that thing that I get stressed about, <laughs> where it's got the characters' names and a little bit about them. Okay. So the characters are Karina and then Miles. Okay. And it says, Karina, 
He was made of dreams and made of meadows. So unless she's talking about someone else. Okay. Karina can't be the male. Oh, it could, well, could it be like Karina speaking? Sometimes they do I'm that with assuming, these. I'm yeah, but it threw me off there. Yes. Yeah. Baby brain. Right. <laughs> he was made of dreams and made of meadows. He looked so sweet and yet he hurts so deep. Just like a touch can say a thousand words, so can the unwavering storm in his blazing eyes. When my hope began to waver under the weight of his persistent hesitance, (laughs) I couldn't resist, and so I lost. He was made of dreams and made of meadows. He looked so sweet, and yet he hurt so deep. And then Miles, she was made of roses and made of silence. She felt like bliss and a little bit of snow. Just like a kiss can say a thousand words, so can the scorching fire in her glimmering eyes. When my words began to waver under the weight of growing desires, I couldn't hold back, and so I caved. She was made of roses and made of silence, and she felt like bliss and a little bit of snow. How beautiful does that sound? So it's listed under romantic comedy, but I feel like it would be very comedic. It feels like emotional. I feel (laughs) like... You know, there's a lot of TikToks going around of, like, no one's ever told me I'm the bane of their existence or something. Yeah. Like, no one's ever told me I feel like snow and roses. Like, jeez. So, yeah. So, I don't think I am snow and roses. What's that? A court of fawns. I'm just a court of fawns. A court of plants and books. Anyway, go back. Um, so the cover just shows a gentleman who is clothed, uh, <laughs> just sitting on a wall, just looking off to the side, probably thinking about roses and a little bit of snow. Ooh. Yeah. Um, she has loads of books as well. Is it this series or different? different books? No, just just yeah, just books. Just another very mm. busy indie author. Yeah, yeah. We like and to I see think it. They're all romance, so. Yeah. Do you know, romance our authors are the ones doing the the bloody work, you know? And they've all got such beautiful covers. Oh, wow. So this is the one of the gentleman. I can't really Oh, it's like grey, isn't it? Yeah. And then, yes, even that one. That one I might read. Look at him. <laughs> so, yeah. Unturned. Hmm. That's a, not a word. Unturned, Unturned. rubbles. Oh. Maybe it is a word. It is on here. Oh. That's the best thing about being an author. <laughs> you can just make up your own Do words. a Shakespeare and make yeah. up a word. <laughs> so there we go. So the next one I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. is uh, has a really cool... It's called Facing Off by Tonya Ross. And it comes out on the 13th of May. So this is a YA. It says reading age 14 to 18, so it's okay. YA. Um, and it's the second book in the Tranquility series. So let me go to the first book, actually, or to the series page, because I don't want to read about it if it's going to spoil anything. Yeah. Oh my god, the cover's look so good together. So the first book's <laughs> called Rising Up. Um, we appreciate matching covers here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, so, experience the... Di- oh, I feel like this would be a book that you would have eaten up as a teenager. I mean, I've just regressed. My teenage habits are now my current reading habits, so so let's do it, yeah. Experience the doomed city called Tranquility, where emotions are monitored by electronic bolts. 
you dare not step out of line. Follow an unlikely trio of friends as they undertake dangerous quests together. So maybe there's going to be a third book. Ember Binata, a shy 16-year-old empath who has a secret ability to see and feel people's emotions. Will Verus, a reluctant but loyal 18-year-old, celebrated 18-year-old celebrated hero bound for greatness. And Xander Nobel, a religious. A rebellious, <laughs> cocky 17-year-old criminal. As they and their companions form an alliance to expose an evil plot in the otherwise perfect society. Oh, I did do like little... Quite Max, so perfect. perfect. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, I was like, well, there's no camera. Um, they must make critical decisions about uh, between loyalty and freedom to save Tranquility's future. If you crave mystery, romance, suspense and the unexpected... You will love this dystopian series for young adults. I love adults. a good bit of dystopian. Yeah, I was going to say, you love dystopian. Yeah, and the covers, the covers I would have picked up in the library. Okay. I still probably would have picked them up, even now in the library. Yeah. So the covers have, like, the outline of presumably one of the characters. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, a colour scheme on each. And within the profile of the character is, like, the skyline of the, the city or okay. whatever. And they're, like, colour-themed. Oh, okay. So the first one's like a girl with her hair up in a bun, and the second one's a guy. Yeah. Oh, and it's like there's the three of them there, but there's yeah. only two on that one. Oh. So and they're holding hands. Different. Something's mm. happened. I can't, and the different colours as well. Yeah. Oh, I like it. And it's like neon light, like neon lighting, like yeah. the writing of the titles. We love to see Looks it. Looks good. There's definitely going to be a third, surely. Yeah, I hope so. But, yeah, it sounds like something into read. this already. Yeah. So what I kind of do whenever we do these indies is I have no memory of what we've discussed during it, and mm. then when we listen to the edit, I then go and put them on my Amazon wish list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. So sometimes, like, um, if I've got back in the day, like two months ago, I would sometimes have <laughs> some money left over, like at the end of the month, and I'd be like, yeah. I'm going to get a book. I would scroll through my indie thing. And yeah. Just pick one from there. Yeah. Um, my indie I've got a particular shelf which is like mm. my indie shelf it's getting quite full and I'm not annoyed mm. about it I think I've got I've only got one indie shelf and then the rest of them are kind of mixed around yeah yeah Um, but I like it the only problem is they're all American so the wrong bloody size for our shelves so that's my only issue is they're the wrong size yeah it's not fair but apart from that love to see it okay so the next one this is a so this is a novella that comes out on the 14th of May and it's a novella prequel for a series. The novella's called Through the Flames and the series is called From the Shadows. Okay. It's by Mackenzie Burns and she does some really good TikToks for her books. Okay, cool. So I will just read From the Shadows. The Through the Flames that comes out is the prequel novella to this book. Okay, cool. I like I it. I hope that makes sense because I yep. lost track of what I was saying halfway yep. through. Right, so... They did not think she would survive when they left her in the forest, gasping after what they assumed would be her last breaths. They did not believe that she would ever survive the injuries they inflicted to her back, but they were wrong, and Valora will make sure the girls she once thought of as allies, as friends, pay the price. Her ability to bend shadows should give her the upper hand, but soon Valora finds herself facing obstacles she did not anticipate when she first planned her mission. With the help of her obnoxiously charming firebender companion, Riker, Valora sets out for vengeance, one life at a time. 
Oh, I mean that sounds like that looks yes. already out. That's called from the shadows. Um, so what is the prequel? Just explaining. I know is it not listed? Does it? She doesn't have it up. On, okay. Um, on um Amazon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> She doesn't have it up on Amazon at all. <laughs> I watched a little video she done about it okay. on TikTok. Um, and is it, it is, let me just double check, she has got it on her website. So, Through the Flames, this is a prequel novella from Riker's point of view, as he uh, learns his firebending ability to its full extent. Okay. So, yeah. I think that's cool, a cool, good cool. series. Yeah. I assume she's got on her website. She has all of the books she's currently working on, and she has. Is she the busy girl? Oh yeah. I don't. Is this, is this is this all she does for a living? Like I don't understand these people that manage to have the time to write this outside of work. I don't understand. Yeah, well, I have so many questions. <laughs> like the discipline. <laughs> that um, indie author I love Stephanie Rose. I don't think I've actually got you any of hers. I need to remedy that. She has a full-time job and then she's literally working on like three different series. How? How? <laughs> um, I don't know. No Netflix must be, I mean, distraction. The discipline. <laughs> yeah, just, I reckon discipline. these people get up before work to write and I am useless in the morning. <laughs> they must just be like so passionate. They just do it. Like, there's people that work out before work. All right, calm down. I can't do that. I'm not a morning. I'm not. I need to have four coffees first. It's not that I'm not a morning person. Like, I'll be pleasant to you. Yeah. But, like, asking me to do something before work, cannot do it. I used to wake up and go for a jog before work. Mm. Can you believe that was me? <laughs> Can you even believe that? Was that your healthiest self or your unhealthiest self doing that, though? Um, like, what? Bit of both. Oh, okay. My mentally what unhealthiest my motivation self. Was. Yeah. <laughs> physically, my healthiest yeah. self. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally, I was running away from a lot of things. <laughs> that was pretty much the era when you first met me. Yeah. And you may not, well, you might know, you might be able to work it out now, but I was not mentally at my best. <laughs> um, well, because when we first started hanging out, it was very much in like group things. Mm -hmm. And then we had one time where we hung out just us at Weatherspoons, which was just the start of the saga. Because yeah. you were actually a friend of my friend yeah. first. Yeah. And then I stole you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that's when we had a very deep chat that night. And then I don't think we hung out one on one for ages after that. No. And then you like selfishly moved to a sunny place. Oh yeah. I did Rude. reach out to you. How selfish of me. But yeah, because obviously so I ever only ever knew you in like group scenarios yeah. more than separate. One -on -one. Yeah, one on one. Because yeah. we hung out one But we one -on -one. only hung out when I was drinking. Mm. Yeah. And I was also drinking. Yeah. And, and I was also I at uni. And I'm not sure I was my best self was at uni. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Moving on to a wonderful author who we have discussed on the podcast before. And she is lovely. And you should follow her on Instagram. Okay. And last time I made a note of how to pronounce her name. I did not do that this time. <laughs> but I'm going to remember. Genova Mancinelli. Well done. If that's right, well done. Um, <laughs> Feels right. So, we shared something from her series, A Hollow of Talons and Tears. I can't remember which one it was. You'll recognise the covers. Oh, this one, A Cinder of Roses and Still, oh, was what okay. we discussed before. The first in the series is called A Realm of Stones and Whispers. So, this is a novella related to the series. 
I like it. So this is called Of Ghosts and Storms. Do you oh. remember when we were discussing her books and she, we were, she was the one we went on a tangent about her great fantasy book names are? Of something and, and something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because I got, I got really stuck on saying Of Something and Something the whole yeah. episode. It was like a tick I couldn't get rid of. <laughs> so this is a novella that is in the same timeline of her main book series. Yeah. Yes, it comes out on the 15th of May. So this is a fantasy with horror undertones, LGBT plus representation and French inspired lore which oh interesting all of that sounds stunning yeah so you are but a spectre following the execution of his mother ghost becomes a servant in his own house Xander mm, skipping his surname I remember when I spoke about this series this was the one I really struggled with all of the names oh, I do remember this now because yeah. they were all like households of different names yeah. and stuff and I was like oh, no. very good Game of Thrones vibes <laughs> yes but like better <laughs> yes yes because it's like that can be a quote for not, your website not feminist <laughs> like um, it is feminist again, yeah and it's got like diversity yeah. and um, stuff and Xander Rochelet Rochelac <laughs> I think it, this is the author as well that says she does do a pronunciation guide because I said yeah. please have a pronunciation guide <laughs> um, his father and lord of Normount sees him as nothing but a curse carried by ghosts given name Isolated from the rest of the world, Ghost is close only to his half-sister, Loveline, heiress to Normount. It's, it's one word, but I can't pronounce it as one word. <laughs> Until he gets to know her custodian, Favion Belmont, better. The story of how Ghost became who he was, uncovered Normount's secret, befriended Larsel, and died. Ooh! But his name's Ghost. Wait, what? Oh yeah, his name is Ghost. <laughs> this novella cannot be read without reading The Empress of Beasts and Mist first. Thank you for putting that in there. Well done. Also, I feel like we should read this together. Like this series, when we both have yeah. time. Because I think we would love it. And we, yeah, it and sounds I feel like, like one we'd be one... about. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when we've got the time, we should both set aside time to read this series. Yeah. Looking at your books, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I made a very um, ambitious next 10 in my TBR. Mm. So come back to me in, like, July. Yeah, I know. Like, I said to someone, um, <laughs> someone was saying, like, about sending some books out for reviews. Yeah. And I was like, I'd love to get your books. I, I can't read them till May mm. at the earliest. <laughs> but whenever someone reaches out to me about ARCs now, yeah. because I feel like I've let so many people down, I'm like, look, I can but realistically not till this month yeah. or whatever because giving yourself the time yeah <laughs> but I feel like this is a series we would both really love so I think we should schedule that in that we will mm-hmm. read them together let's do it when I come to do my next ten, 10 when I text you and then we could hopefully do... between our two brains somehow yeah and we'll then we could this. just do a an episode devoted to this series because I feel like we'll do it. I feel like there's going to be a lot and you'd probably have to help me with so many names. It's great. <laughs> right, so this is the last one we're going to talk about today. This is by David Green. Like your name. Yep. <laughs> and this is the Emperor uh, Empire of Ruin book series. And this is called Path of War. It's a dark fantasy series. Mm-hmm. This is book two, so I'm going to go and look at book one. Because I don't want to do spoilers. And book one's called In Solitude's, In Solitude's Shadow. Why can't I say Solitude's? 
Yeah. <laughs> a lot of syllables in that. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I love doing these indie episodes. I need to do like those um, <laughs> da, ba, da, ba, da, before we start. <laughs> okay, so. Sorry, can I just tangent? Yes, go. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I've just conjured a memory. So there was a tongue twister they used to make us do at theatre school. For, like, to get yourself ready. Yeah. But it, it used to make me laugh so much, and I used to sing it at my dad, because it... <laughs> it just made you chuckle. Uh, Papa's got a head like a ping-pong ball, ping-pong ball, ping-pong ball. Papa's got a head like a ping-pong ball, like a ping, like a ping-pong ball. Ping-pong, ping-pong, ping-pong. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need and to teach just, that to Isaac. It just conjured into my head, then. I was like, I need to sing it. <laughs> teach that to my son. You <laughs> <laughs> do. Because, um... Yeah, and then I used to, obviously my my dad has hair loss, as most men in their 50s do, and when I was a kid, I used to sing it at him, oh. and it, like, it ne- you know when you get a song stuck, yeah. and it just used to, like, every time we did it, it would just be in my head for days, and I'm like, I just need to get this out. So you just conjured a memory, and I was like, if I don't say anything, it's just, I'm just going to be sitting here listening to you talk going ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, in my, my head. The song I used to always sing to my dad was a song by uh, System of a Down. In one of their songs, I can't remember which one it is now, I've sung it to myself, I don't know. Mm. There's a bit that it's like, father, 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 into your hands I commend my spirit, and stuff like that. So I used to sing that to my dad all the time, and he'd be like, okay, dad. <laughs> And then it's like, why have you forsaken me? Like, I haven't. <laughs> I'm sat right here. I haven't You're forsaken right in my phone. Get in the bloody car. <laughs> right, carry on. I just, I would be sitting here thinking ping pong, but what you're ping telling me about this author and it's not fair in them. So okay. go. <laughs> David Green, let's talk about your book. Yes. Okay. The tides of fate are shifting. The banished have returned and they've set their eyes on the walls of solitude. Mm-hmm. Zana Apple, Al- Zana Alpenwood, well done. A powerful mage. I don't know if the first one was right. <laughs> a powerful mage and two hundred aged and forgotten sparkers are all that stand between the banished and the nation of Holtfeld. Holt. That's German. Holtfeld. With time running out and the world at stake, Zana is forced to reach out to her estranged daughter, Kayleen, and set her on an impossible quest. I like fantasy, but can we just have, like, Mary? (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be, like, a smith of that world. Like, come on. (laughs) Did you know that a very popular Victorian name that people who write in Victorian books just can't use because no one will believe them was Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah. Yeah. It's called the um, it's like the Tiffany paradox. Isn't yeah, it? that's the name for it in literature. Of like, it might be historically accurate, but you can't use it because no one will believe, believe you. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's been around since Celtic times. Oh my god, as a name or something. But it just doesn't feel no. no. I can't remember how I pronounce it. Kayleen um, quickly learns that enemies make unlikely allies as she teams up with both friend and foe on her journey to save her mother and Holtfelt. Forging their way over land and sea, uncovering dark plots and secret societies, Kayleen is forced to decide between her masters and her own conscience. Ooh. Will they arrive in time to save the fortress of solitude from destruction? Only one thing is certain, ruin is assured if solitude falls. There we go. So note to authors, 
put German words in, and apparently I don't struggle with them. <laughs> <laughs> My own language, however. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so this sounds cute. Like, not cute, but, you know, it good. sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> sounds up, up our street. And the covers, um, I'm going to... Oh, did I say... Uh, the second one comes out on the 18th of June. The first one's out now. I'm going to show you the covers to describe because I'm done with words now. All right, okay. <laughs> so the first Solitude in Solitude's Shadow is a lady, a very curvy lady in armour with a sword. And there's like a city in the background. There's like light shining down on her and also light coming from her hand. Um, and there's like sort of... But the city in the background and the foreground behind her is like rocks and like quite like wasteland looking stuff. Mm. And then the second one is two armoured ladies holding swords. Um, and it's like they're in like a dark wood. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love it. There's that English degree paying for itself. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so yeah, I will tag these books on our Instagram. Are we, are we done? Yeah. Well done, us. And potentially TikTok, but let's not, let's not get too extreme. We will do our best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we will do our best. They, so many of them are 100% I'm going to read. Yeah. Um, They'll go on a list When somewhere. I can have time. And I will order them when I have money <laughs> and read them when I have time. Yeah. <laughs> There's just too many good books and too little time and yeah, money that in this world. Like looking up indie authors has positives and negatives in that positives because yeah. some of them sound great but negative in that I don't have time to read it there's just so many read. more books in the world now I'm not just like reading like just traditionally published because yeah, yeah. there's just so much more and especially when they're not constrained necessarily by <sighs> yeah expectations of a publisher and a what's the other thing they have not an editor the rep- person that represents them it's agent like, agent you know, there are all those factors that come into play if you go traditional publishing, yeah. whereas you can just write as many books as you want. And I feel like published. unless you're a really big name in traditional publishing, they kind of want you to mimic mm. a different author that's already doing well. So Yeah, what's been done before. Mm. Um, yeah. but I feel like indie authors are more hot on the pulse of what's actually trending. Yeah, and they write about something interesting. And I really like dystopian fictions coming back because yeah. it died for a bit i think divergent it, it, was the last too one much, too much came out in one yeah and then everyone was sick of it i watched a whole tiktok that was about how divergent killed the dystopian fiction yeah, I would industry say that's true and it is true yeah. um, we'll go into that in more details in a couple of episodes yeah, time yeah. but yeah so that's our indie offers if you as I said before if you know of any upcoming etc go to our website fill out the form yep, um yep. yeah yeah we will speak to you soon love you as a friend bye <laughs>